Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Looking to upgrade your technology? At Harvey Norman, we have the biggest brands in stock today. Like the Samsung Galaxy Book S laptop with Intel Core i5 processor. Now only 919 save 280 euro. Or get the Samsung Galaxy Watch Active. Packed full of features to help you reach your fitness goals. Now only 159 save 30 euro. And this bank holiday weekend, we're matching all competitors' prices. Call in store or shop online today. Harvey Norman, your technology specialists. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Point, the podcast by Planet F1. With silly season well underway, we've already discussed Ferrari and we've already discussed Renault. So uh, next up on our list is Mercedes, who supposedly have two seats free for 2021. Joining me as always to discuss the Silver Arrows is uh, the website's editor, Michelle Foster. Michelle, how's it going? Uh, good morning, Finley. No complaints my side. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks, I'm not too bad. Getting uh, this feels like a really long time, uh, you know, since the uh, the world was last last normal. It, uh, thinking back to testing, it feels years ago now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be almost four months between the last day of testing and the first day of the Austrian Grand Prix. If of course the Austrian Grand Prix does take place when it's scheduled, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a big if, I guess. But fingers crossed. I mean. Yeah, it's a, it's a bigger gap than we get between uh, the end of one season and testing for another. I don't think I've ever gone this long without Formula One. No, it's a bit strange. I think the, the drivers are feeling it as well. I mean, George Russell recently came out and uh, he said he just wants to drive something. He doesn't even care if it's a go-kart or a Formula 3 car. He just wants some sort of track action before the season begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it is a strange time. Um, so, as I said, obviously we've discussed um what what's what's happening at ferrari we discussed what's happening at renault and mclaren um so uh, the the most obvious talking point left uh with silly season is of course mercedes and what's going to happen there 
Uh, like I said, obviously both drivers are technically out of contract at the end of this season. But uh, I mean, let's just get this one out of the way quickly. Lewis Hamilton, he, he's out of contract, but I mean, he's going to stay, isn't he? As long as Mercedes are in Formula One, Lewis Hamilton will be a Mercedes driver. Um, he'd be daft to take another team before he reaches that that magical eight. So, yeah, I think that one's pretty done and dusted. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I think, well, obviously Ferrari's ruled out now. He'd, he wouldn't go anywhere else. And, uh, yeah, I know he recently said he thinks about quitting, but, you know, a lot of people have crazy thoughts uh, in this in this pandemic. So, uh, yeah, and he went back and, and clarified that he's not. So, uh, yeah, that's that one done. Lewis Hamilton stays. The main reason we're recording this episode is to discuss who his teammate will be. Because, obviously, Valtteri Bottas is uh, out of contract at the end of the season also. And, I mean, this comes around every year, doesn't it? The room, he gets to the point of it and everyone looks at Bottas and thinks, yeah, I think Mercedes could do better. I think they're going to want better. Um, and so far they haven't. So far they've thought, no, we're going to stick with Bottas. So uh, is it going to happen again or is, are we finally going to see uh, see a change? Shame, you have to feel for the poor guy. I mean, he joined Mercedes in 2017, thought he had landed in the lap of luxury as far as cars go. Um, and midway through the season, rumours had somebody else in his seat. Mercedes re-signed him for another year. Midway through the next season, same thing, somebody else in his seat. And then, of course, the same thing happened last year. So poor Bortus actually has no idea if he's going to be a Mercedes driver for the 2021 season. And it's it's a bit of a harsh one on him because he wants to be in the mental capacity and in the sort of the peaceful state of mind to be able to take on Lewis Hamilton for a world title. And yet Mercedes almost cutting him off at the knees by not actually giving the guy a long term contract. I do think, unfortunately, it's going to be another year of who's going to replace Bortus at Mercedes. Um, especially with Toto Wolff <clears throat> having come out and said that uh, he pretty much sees George Russell as the future of, of the team. Um, and he also very interestingly said when the Ferrari announcements and the McLaren and the Renault all came out that um, he basically wouldn't let a driver know before the season that he was out at the end of the season because then you've still got to work with the guy for a full season. So you kind of think like, shame, I mean, for all we know, Toto's actually already decided that Bortus is out and he just doesn't know it. Yeah, it's true. There's been a lot of quotes have come out from Toto particularly that, uh, and, and reports elsewhere uh, that really do suggest that it may be the end of Bottas's time at Mercedes. I mean, it's obviously, you know, he said what you mentioned. Um, he said that during this lockdown, he's been talking to Hamilton pretty much every day and he hasn't really spoken to Bottas once. And I know that's what, Finns are like you know they don't really talk much he's probably not particularly interested in talking to his boss but yeah I do think it's another another sign of maybe the writings on the wall and then obviously we've had the reports of him getting in touch with Renault uh, of him getting in touch with Red Bull so I mean in terms of performance do you think he's done well enough to justify getting a long-term contract and ending the rumors that he faces every year I think he has, in, in so much as he is a fantastic number two to Lewis Hamilton. Um, I think you kind of get the feeling like even if Bottas did have a long-term contract in place, he's probably missing that cutting edge needed to actually beat Hamilton to the title. 
But, I mean, fair play to him. Give him a shot. He wins a couple of races. He helps you to the constructor's title. I would at least give the bloke two years. I feel this one year, you're never certain what's happening with your future, is, is really unfair to pretty much anybody. Yeah, especially... It just... It, it can't be easy for him going into a season already having to think about where he's going to be next season, you know? Um, and on that matter, obviously, like I mentioned the reports of him at Renault, him at Red Bull. Um, yeah, the reports basically that I think it was his agent or his manager has like reached out to Renault and asked uh, to go for dinner or something. Um, do you think that's the co- a, a course of action that's, that Bottas is probably likely to be taking at the moment, kind of looking around for next year? I think he's definitely having to look around. He doesn't know what's going to happen. And then, of course, there's always the constant rumors that Mercedes might be selling their team at the end of 2021, which then kind of what money would they actually want to plug into the 2021 season if that's actually true? So he needs to look at his options, see what's out there. I think the the story that his manager had spoken to Red Bull, I mean, that might have just been a passing, hi, Christian, how are you? More than a, do you have a seat open? I don't think there's any hope in hell of Valtteri Bottas heading to Red Bull in 2021, 2022 or ever. But the Renault one's interesting. And then you have to weigh up. Would you want to join a Renault Works team that also is often rumored to be leaving Formula One? And which, let's be honest, actually hasn't found their feet since they returned to Formula One for this, this latest stint. Um, versus number two to Hamilton and you get to win a couple of races. I get why he's looking at Renault, but I think at the end of the day, if he has an option between Mercedes and Renault, he'll take the Mercedes seat. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, I don't know, I, I think, I don't think he's one of those drivers like Ricardo. And, I, I, you know, no offense to him, but I don't think he's one of those drivers like Ricardo that has that view of, I'm just in the sport to win a world championship. You know, I think if you offered him a few years ago, back when he was at Williams, the, the fact that he'd retire, with you know multiple race wins multiple podiums multiple pole positions um i think he'd probably be pretty satisfied with that considering just how difficult it is to get out of the midfield to that top car um so yeah i think if it's up to him then i think he'll be staying at mercedes for quite a while yet um but obviously it's not entirely up to him um so looking at Looking at the other options that Toto Wolf has in uh, comparison to Bottas, it's obviously something that we put out on uh, social media as per usual. This time we ran a poll and we said, um, who would you like to see in the Mercedes seat, effectively? And the options were Bottas, George Russell, Sebastian Vettel and Esteban Ocon. And um, yeah, there were two runaway winners with it. Um, Sebastian Vettel, 44%, unsurprisingly. Uh, maybe a bit more surprising was George Russell was 39%, way ahead of uh, Bottas or Ocon. So, um, I mean, just we'll take a brief look at Vettel, but I mean, we spoke about it in the Vettel-centric podcast a few weeks ago, so we don't really need to go into too much depth on it. Um, yeah, obviously, it would be awesome to see Vettel and Hamilton as teammates together. But, um, I mean, it's something that's pretty unlikely to happen, in my view. Um, what do you think? I think it's very unlikely to happen. It would be absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you've got 10 world champions sitting in the same team. That would be, well, that's pretty much unheard of. Um, I don't think that's ever happened in Formula One before, that they'd have so much success in one team. The problem is, is you wouldn't have a clear number one. And clearly having a clear number one 
is is something that has worked for Vettel in the past during his Red Bull days. It's worked for Hamilton during his Mercedes days. It worked for Schumacher during his Ferrari days. Uh, why would you upset the apple cart by putting Vettel in with Hamilton? As I said, from a fan's perspective, it would be absolutely phenomenal. You could see a season where they win 21 of well, 20 of 21 races. Uh, probably only lose the one because they banged wheels at the start while fighting for the title. But the fact that they would even be in a position to bang wheels at the start, that that level of frustration would be coming out at some point, uh, is why it's never going to happen. No, I think it's especially, yeah, Vettel's personality. I think we've looked at it and he doesn't cope well with not being the the number one driver. Um, You know, as happy as he is at Red Bull where he was completely favoured over Mark Webber um, until Daniel Ricciardo came along and after he got beaten by Daniel Ricciardo he left and then same case at Ferrari he had good years there um, from a kind of you know team harmony perspective where he was clearly the number one to Raikkonen and then Leclerc comes challenges that kind of status and everything falls apart again so yeah I mean I, I, I even if Vettel would take it which I'm not sure he would um, I don't think Mercedes would go for it, really. Um, so let's take a look at the the other big, the other popular option there, which was uh, George Russell. Um, and it's kind of a strange one because even though he was driving a terrible car last year, it didn't score a point. Um, there's still the general consensus around that he's a really talented driver. Which, on the face of things, you look at and you think, you know, where do people get that idea from? But it's um, yeah, he's very highly thought of in the sport, isn't he? Yeah, George Russell's absolutely wonderful. Um, if I had a choice and it was my decision on who to put in alongside Lewis Hamilton, without a doubt, George Russell would win. He'd get 99.9% of my votes. Um, he is a Formula 2 champion. He out-qualified Robert Kubica in a whitewash last season. And I mean, I get Kubica was coming back and he had a couple of physical problems, but I mean, George whitewashed him. It was absolutely incredible. And if I seem to recall correct, the one time he hopped into the Mercedes mid-season for an in-season test, he was immediately fastest on that day, even though the day before he had been driving a Williams and, and probably slowest on all those days. So there's no two ways about it. George has talent, he has speed, he is likable. I would really like to see him in that Mercedes. I also think if it turns out that 2021 and the year Hamilton goes for number eight is going to be his last season in Formula One, which is always a, always a possibility, that giving George Russell a year alongside Lewis Hamilton, I mean, could you ask for a better teacher, a better mentor? Not at all. So if I was Mercedes, that's who I would put in the car. At the point that they're going to sign him up, if they do sign him up, it's almost certain that he'd have only driven for Williams, um, which I don't know, it could be more competitive in the next few years and he could be fighting for points a bit. But assuming it stays as competitive as it was last season, do you think that's maybe an issue and something they'd be reluctant on, sending him straight from that back marker car to the fastest car on the grid? No, I don't think so at all. I think being the guy who's slowest on the grid, except for his teammates, has probably taught George a lot of lessons. One of those is probably humility of note. Um, but he's learned, he will have learned during his times at William to, to understand the car, to have an inclination. The fact that he can compare the Williams to the Mercedes, he can point out where the Mercedes is better. And I get you want to say everywhere. 
but I, I'm sure there's some parts that Williams haven't got entirely wrong. So I think he's learning a lot from Williams. So as I said, then give him a year alongside Lewis Hamilton, um, teacher extraordinaire. And I, I think Mercedes can then, if they lose Hamilton the year after, build a team around someone like George Russell, even though he will still be, be even though he will still be young. Uh, Formula One seems to be inclined more and more towards the younger lads these days. Yeah, personally, I don't think it, it would be an issue for Mercedes to snap him up straight from Williams. Um, and I don't think they'd have a problem with it. Just, you know, if they go and look ahead, look over at their rivals um, at Ferrari. I mean, Charles Leclerc, he had one season at Alfa Romeo, which, you know, they had didn't have a great car. It was a lower midfield car. Um, and he went into the Ferrari and he was absolutely fine. Straight away, he uh, easily beat his four-time world champion teammate. So... Yeah, I think if Leclerc can do it after one season at Alfa Romeo, then George Russell can do it after, well, two seasons at Williams, I suppose. Maybe one and a half, depending on when this thing gets underway. But um, yeah, I don't think they'd hold back in that regard. Um, It's just a case of whether they want to keep Bottas for another year instead. I'm just going to read out a few comments we got from our uh, readers and social media regarding it. Um, So on Twitter, Dan McMahon, he said... uh, Bottas had a few seasons at Mercedes, done a good job, but failed to beat Lewis. Time for someone else to get a chance. Russell would benefit massively as a teammate of Lewis. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew Glossop said, Russell for me. Better than Lewis would be great, but I really don't think Seb mentally could handle being with Lewis. And then Craig Bradley says, it will have to be Bottas. Uh, Lewis doesn't have the stones to let anyone in that might have a bit of speed to go up against him. Um yeah, you can always see some fans' uh, allegiances, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, going by those comments, going by the poll, uh, George Russell really is the most popular option outside of Vettel, who, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people want to see it happen, but I don't think a lot of people think it will happen. So, to wrap things up by going for our predictions, um, who do you think is going to be driving alongside Lewis Hamilton next season at Mercedes? I think it's going to be George Russell. Okay, so you think uh, you think for for Mercedes, Russell's a more appealing option than Bottas now. Definitely, I, I think the decision's probably already been made. The fact that Toto Wolff was also throwing Russell's name out when he was saying no to Vettel. Um, next year is pretty much going to be a continuation of this year, so I think it's a really good opportunity for Mercedes to blood Russell alongside, like I said, Hamilton, who will be the guy going for number eight. Uh, get him, give him the opportunity to learn from a master, and then yeah, let him loose. I think he's definitely the guy that Mercedes will go for. Uh, Bordas, he's had his turn and yes, I do feel sorry for the bloke because you could argue that he hasn't been given a fair trial especially as I said with the the one-on-one one-year, one-year contracts that hasn't been fair to him but he just hasn't shown that fighting spirit I mean, they can call him Bordas number 7.29 or whatever they're on now but he's not going to be the guy that's going to challenge Lewis Hamilton for a world title um, and he's also not going to be the guy who's going to win the next world title for Mercedes. So, yep, I would give it to George. Yeah, I think Bottas is very much um, a, a good number two driver, you know, maybe the best number two driver you could possibly have because he's good enough to bring you a lot of points, but he, he doesn't have that personality where he's going to cause problems, um, which I think is is good at the moment when you've got 
arguably the best driver of all time next to you winning races and championships um then your job's really to make sure he does and to make sure that your team wins the constructors and i think that's something he's very capable of um but yeah i mean at the end of the day lewis hamilton's getting on a bit now and once he's got eight world championships the likelihood is that he's gonna go so they, they obviously need to start preparing for that and the best way to prepare for that is to sign george russell um so yeah i think it will happen as well i think it will happen in 2021 um and yeah i'll be be a really exciting lineup i think to see how he can how he can compare to hamilton um do you think there's i mean i guess it depends on how how williams do this year but if Russell does go to Mercedes, do you think there's a chance that Bottas goes back to to his uh, first team in F1 in Williams? Like you said, that would need to depend on how Williams do. I don't see Bottas being open to running at the back of the field and maybe scoring a point in a season. But, I mean, he might follow his fellow Finn Kimi and join a team that scores on occasions just for the, the love of racing. I think he'd probably be more inclined to take the Renault seat if he had a choice between Williams or Renault. But yeah, I think he, he does need to get his manager out there talking and find out what's going on with the others. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, I always forget this. He's one of those drivers I just think of in that kind of same age group as Vettel, Hamilton. Um, but he's actually not that old at all. I think he's maybe like late 20s, early 30s. So he's really not at a point now where he should be thinking about retiring altogether um so yeah i think he really does have to start looking at other options um just last thing obviously you briefly mentioned those rumors that mercedes will be leaving the sport um that crop up every now and then um so i mean is this entire discussion we just had is it a complete moot point do you think um do you think we will be seeing the back of mercedes or is it just more reports that they're going to lead to nothing. Oh, Finley, to be honest with you, I don't know. For every report that says they're thinking of selling, another report says that they're going to stay. I do believe the fact that the budget cap, which will be 145 next season, so that's like pretty much a third of Mercedes's current thing, might be the tipping point and what actually persuades them to, to stay in Formula One if they're successful at the 145 million. I think if they start finding themselves fourth or fifth in the standings, uh, we can definitely expect Mercedes to to be looking at their options. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, they're a team that's in it to win it, I think, and that they wouldn't want to go back to how they were when they first joined back in um, 2010. Uh, when, 10. Yeah, 2010. Um, yeah, so I don't think they'd want to go back to that and, yeah, I mean, obviously we hope they stay because they do bring a lot to the sport and, you know, you don't just want to see Ferrari dominating or anything, not that that's happened in a while. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, that's everything for today's episode. So, uh, Michelle, thanks as always for coming on. It's a pleasure. And uh, thanks to everyone else for listening and for getting in touch again, for voting on the poll, for giving your thoughts on, uh, on, on the episode. So, uh yeah, to make sure you don't miss out on uh, whatever we may be asking, whatever we may be discussing next, make sure you keep an eye on our social media pages. Um, our Facebook page is simply called Planet F1, and our Twitter page is Planet underscore F1. Don't forget that underscore. Um, you can also find everything that me and Michelle write at uh, planetf1.com. 
to uh, keep up with the latest news and uh, yeah, keep an eye on it. Hopefully, sometime soon we'll be uh, writing an article on the official start date of the uh, 2020 season. So yeah, fingers crossed. Um, thanks again, and uh, yeah, see you soon. Bye. This is the sound of 230,000 homes being powered by wind. And this? A light illuminated by organic waste. By 2030, our renewable energy will power one-third of Irish homes. Now you're hearing our restored peatlands quietly capturing carbon over the coming years as we look to lead the way in meeting Ireland's climate action targets. Big change sometimes happens quietly. Learn more at boardnamona.ie. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.